W. Fitch Company presents the Fitch Bandwagon, starring Alice Faye. You never know just how much I love you. You'll never know just how much I care. And Phil Harris. Won't you come with me to Alabama? Let's go see my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and broiling hammy, and that's what I like about the South. A few days ago, in the April issue of Radio Mirror, Phil Harris read that he was a confirmed country gentleman and somewhat of a gardener. So last Thursday found Phil on his hands and knees trying to live up to his reputation. Oh, Phil, you're out here. Hiya, honey. Oh, Phil, look at you. Your brand new slacks covered with mud. Well, you've even got dirt on your forehead. Yeah. Ain't I cute? <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. You have to be watched every minute. You're just like a baby. Mommy. What? Lick your hanky and wash my little face. <laughs> Oh, don't be silly. What are you doing out here on your hands and knees anyway? I'm studying the wonders of nature. I'm watching those tender little buds push their heads up through the soil. You are? Yeah, every time one pops up, I drive it back with a croquet mallet. <laughs> Never mind that nonsense. Do you know what day it is? Day? Oh, oh, sure, it's our anniversary. You know, I was just going down to buy you a present. Well, that's fine. But it so happens our wedding day is until May 12th. Oh, it isn't? No. Oh, kid, we're in trouble. <laughs> oh, don't be so funny. This is the day they're having Daddy's Night at Baby Alice's school. Daddy's Night? Yes, I told you two weeks ago. They're putting on a show for the parents, and every child is going to do a little act with her father. What does the job pay? <laughs> Doesn't pay anything. Well, then tell him to get another boy. Harris don't get up in the morning without they little, lay a little cabbage on him, you know. <laughs> Be serious. You've got to realize there are certain educational responsibilities and social obligations that go with fatherhood. Oh, great, great. Why didn't somebody tell me this before I whistled at this dame? <laughs> well, you just can't disappoint Alice tonight. But, honey, I wouldn't know what to do with no children's party. Well, the other fathers have some wonderful ideas. Now, Mr. Williams and his son Rodney are going to do bird calls. <laughs> yeah, and if I know... <laughs> Don't laugh too much. I'll never get rid of her. Don't laugh. <laughs> what do you say they're going to do? Bird calls. Yeah, and if I know old man Williams, they're going to get a few, too. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's very good at it. Good at it? I seen him once at a party, and he spent 45 minutes trying to imitate the mating call of an American eagle. Well, what happened? It laid the biggest egg you ever saw. <laughs> hey, I just got an idea. Hey, 
Maybe me and the kid could sing That's What I Like About the South. Oh, no, Phil. Well, then wait a minute. Maybe I could do this one. Claghorn's the name, son. I'm from the South. Way down South. The real deep South, that is. Why, where I come from, Senator Bill Bowes a Yankee. That was a witticism, gal. Laugh, woman. You're as motionless as the Republican Congress. <laughs> Phil, you know you can't do anything like that at a children's nursery school. It has to be something with a little refinement and culture. Well, don't worry about me, kid. If it's culture they want, I'll come out there and throw it all over them. <laughs> That's just what I'm afraid of. Now, wait a minute, honey. Don't worry about it. I'll think of something. I got to get dressed now and get down to a band rehearsal. Well, That's more important. Get home early, will you? Sure. I'll be home about 3 o'clock, and then we'll really work out something with baby Alice. Oh, thank you, dear. I'm a lucky girl to have a sweet, considerate husband like you. Yes, you are. You know, honey After you working with all them big movie stars Like John Payne and Tyrone Power How come you finally married little old me? Oh, I don't know, Phil I guess it was just another case of the beauty and the beast <laughs> Oh, don't say that, honey Why not? You shouldn't ought to call yourself a beast <laughs> Get dressed and get down to your rehearsal. Well, you guys are really blasting them notes apart today. Yeah, sounded good to us too, Curly. Do it, Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know what you guys are pumped up with, but if they ever bottle it, it'll put that whiskey out of business. <laughs> yeah, Phil, the boys are feeling pretty good today. Yeah, they sure are, Frankie. You betcha. We all seen Duel in the Sun last night. All right, Sin Killer, stop hugging your guitar. It ain't Jennifer Jones. <laughs> hey, fellas, the leader made a joke. <laughs> All right, all right, wise guy Say, that reminds me, incidentally Jack Benny wanted me to talk to you characters Now listen, it don't bother me none But he said he'd appreciate it If you guys had stopped showing up for his broadcast In your undershirts You mean he wants us to wear shirts, Phil? Yeah, and he said <laughs> He also said something about pants, too Gee, I wonder where I can get a hold of a pair of pants Between now and Sunday Oh, Frankie, stop, will you? Hey, let's make this rehearsal fast, Phil I gotta drive my mother-in-law to Santa Monica <laughs> Santa Monica? Yeah, I'm gonna let her ride the roller coaster at Venice Pier Oh, Artie, that roller coaster's been condemned Look, Phil, I know that and you know that But she don't know that <laughs> All right, will you get back to your seat, Artie? Come on, fellas, let's knock this one off I gotta get out of here One, two <laughs> On the Paris Boulevard, I picked up a postal card someone had forgotten to mail. Seems as though some tourist had meant for it to meet her dad, for it told a typical tale. Naturally, I read what she wrote. This is what she said, and I quote. I came to Paris to buy me a gown To Paris, to Paris, and oh, what a town The lights were shining, the music was gay I bought me my gown and decided to stay Now, Papa, don't preach to me, preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me Let my heart break, 
while it's young. Oh, Papa, don't preach to me, preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me. Let me fling till my fling has been flung. I danced in Paris last night with Pierre. That X marks my room, but I'm never up there. I strolled through Paris today with Maurice. The Rue de la Paix has such handsome police. Oh, Daddy, don't preach to me, preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me. Let my heart break if it must. Oh, Daddy, don't preach to me, preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me. Or don't shut off my guaranteed trust. Since early in May My gown got all worn out But I'm still okay I'm made for Paris I'm finding that out I still have no past But the future's in doubt Oh, Papa, don't preach to me Preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me Let my heart break Let it roam Oh, Papa, don't preach to me Preach to me, Papa, don't preach to me Or I'll never, no, never Don't preach to me, preach to me Or I'll never, no, never come home Ladies, you can have hair that's romantically soft, radiantly lustrous, and ever so easy to manage if you use Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo regularly. For Fitch thoroughly cleanses your hair and scalp. In addition, it contains a special reconditioning action that helps restore elasticity to your hair. You'll notice how it helps your hair to take and keep a wave longer. Fitch Shampoo works equally well on all colors and textures of hair and in either hard or soft water. It's so gentle, it will not harm even a baby's tender scalp. In fact, Fitch has been tested and commended by the Parents Magazine Consumer Service Bureau. Use Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo regularly. See how it gives your hair glamorous highlights and a new captivating smoothness. See how it leaves your hair as lovely as that of any famous beauty. Fitch is spelled F-I-T-C-H. Hey, Curly, let's go get a cup of coffee. Can't do it, Frankie. I told Alice I'd be home right after rehearsal. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Alice makes you punch the time clock. <laughs> now, wait a minute. It ain't that at all. Oh, go on. Go on. <laughs> Next thing, she'll have her brothers out combing the bars again. Now, cut that out. I got to get home because baby Alice and I are entertaining later on. Hmm? Sure. Tonight is Daddy's night at the nursery school. Oh, clutch my little hand, Papa. The snow is 12 feet high. <laughs> oh, lay off, Frankie. Lay off. Baby Alice and I are going to do a little act together. Oh, you're breaking my heart, Curly. I ain't felt this sad since Shirley Temple got married. <laughs> okay, keep it up. Keep it up, Frankie. Keep it up. And the next thing you know, you'll be back playing second syringe phone with Boraminovich. <laughs> I don't get sore, Curly. I didn't mean nothing. What are you and baby Alice going to do in that entertainment? That's just the trouble, Remley. I don't know. Why don't you sing That's What I Like About the South? You do it so well. But Frankie... And so often. <laughs> no, uh, Frankie, look, when you're going to a place like that, they want something more high-classer than that. 
You mean there is something more high-classer than that? <laughs> Look, Curly, I got it. Why don't you do something English? Oh, no, I ain't got no time to learn no new language. <laughs> no, Phil, I'm serious. What are they doing a picture when they want to make it high-class? Throw in Jane Russell? <laughs> no, no. They stick in a limey. You mean a limey's an Englishman? Sure. So that's what I've been squeezing into my rum and Coca-Cola? <laughs> Look, Curly, the English theater has always been loaded with culture. Take that Ronald Coleman, Charles Lawton, them guys. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Frankie. Well, listen, Phil, I got an English friend who lives in my apartment house. He was on the London stage for years. Well, is he really a high-class guy? High-class? Phil, the guy's a purebred cockney. <laughs> Royalty, huh? Sure. Come on, we'll go over and talk to him. He'll give you some stuff that'll knock you Ah, this here, my friend's apartment here, Phil. Well, let's make it quick, Frankie. I got to get out of here. Yeah, okay. Hello, Sparrow. Oh, yeah, Frankie. Come on in. Thanks. <laughs> I want you should meet a friend of mine, Phil Harris. Well, pleased to meet you, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> governor? Oh, I guess he thinks I'm from Georgia, huh? <laughs> hey, Sparrow, Phil here's in a little show tonight, and he wants to do some kind of an English act. I told him you'd be glad to help him out, huh? Oh, bitch, you blinking boots, I can, I can. <laughs> what kind of an act did you have in mind, Ducky? <laughs> Ducky, well, look, I just want some material that I can, that I can use with a little girl Oh, I got just a thing for you, laddie I used to work with a bit of fluff myself <laughs> He means his daughter Fifteen years on the British stage I was Ed man in the cheap side follies I was But I had my fill of that go Blinking managers ain't got no art Take the blooming strike me dead out of your kitty's mouth that's what they do. Gee, he talks better than Ronald Coleman. <laughs> I'll never forget the night I left the nasty old. I was on the stage, going over big with the audience, laying them in the British Isles. <laughs> when all of a sudden, the horrid manager rings down the blink blinking curtain on me. So I quits him right proper, I did, I did. I know, but look, Sparrow, I don't want nothing. I just want I to do... I popped into my diggings. Big as life. And my old lady said, What are you doing here? Quit, I said. Quit, says she. Quit, I says, and quit, I did. And with that, the old girl ups and lets me have what for with her tea cosy. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. But you said you had something you thought Phil could use tonight. Oh, that I have. If I remember rightly, it begins with a little song I Groceries! Oh, Julia, thanks for bringing my order right over. Oh, that's all right, Miss Faye. We're going to have dinner early tonight. Oh, company? Well, now, we're going out. You see, Mr. Harris and Alice are going to entertain over at the nursery school. That guy entertained? 
Oh, Julius, that's no way to talk. He and baby Alice are upstairs now rehearsing some kind of an act. What's he gonna do, sing That's What I Like About the South? <laughs> no, no, as a matter of fact, I, I don't know what he's planning to do. He's keeping it a secret. Well, for your sake, I hope he ain't too bad. Hey, Miss Faye, before I go, will you accept this token of my affection? Well, what is it, Julia? A medal I won at the store. Oh, this is cute. First prize, Crisco Stacking Contest, Ralph's Market. <laughs> you should see my entry, Miss Faye. It was inspired by you. 600 cans of Crisco, 14 feet high. <laughs> a symbol of our love. A living, breeding monument of pure, all-vegetable sorting. <laughs> That's very touching, Julia. Yeah. If we should have a part, I'd go down to that store and pull a whole 600 cans down on my head. And if they pick up my limp and tan-dented body, they will say, Poor Julius Abruzio, he died for love and crystal. <laughs> oh, Julius, you're silly. Well, well I gotta get back to the store. Farewell, soulmate. Goodbye, Julius. Mommy. Yes, Phyllis? Mommy, what are Daddy and Alice doing upstairs? They got the door locked. Oh, they're working out a little entertainment for the nursery school tonight. What's he going to do? That's what I like about the South. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. I wish I knew what he does have in mind. Can I go to the school tonight, too? Yes, Phyllis, we're all going. You like to hear your daddy sing, don't you? No. I like the way he falls down to get laughs. <laughs> well, honey... That's just a little trick of show business. Well, if I know Hotshot, he better use it tonight. <laughs> now, now, Phyllis, that's no way to talk about your daddy. Why, Mommy? Well, because he's your father. And, well, because I love him very much. Why, Mommy? <laughs> I'll tell you, honey. Such a good egg He's a regular guy You'll seldom strike Two characters like the egg and I He's such a good egg We're just bound to get by Whatever's in store Is good enough for the egg and I He's no information, please. So what? I'm not the type to kick. I can overlook his flaws. Because he knows what makes me tick. Here's what we pray for in the sweet by and by. A bundle of love, facsimile of. The egg and I. 
and please So what? I'm not the type to kick I can overlook his flaws Because he knows what makes me tick Here's what we pray for In the sweet by and by A bundle of love Facsimile of the egg and I Lord Phyllis, intermission's over. We've got to get back to our seats now. All right, Mommy. I like it here at Alice's nursery school. It's got a real stage and everything. Here we are, Phyllis. This is where we were sitting. Do you think Daddy and Alice will come out on the stage now? Well, we'll see, honey. They're quiet. There's Miss Hollingshead. Parents and students of the Hollingshead Nursery School. <laughs> At this point in our program, we would have heard from Mr. Williams and his son, Rodney, in an exhibition of bird calls. Unfortunately, while rehearsing the mating call of the American Eagle, Mr. Williams experienced a little difficulty backstage. <laughs> the porters are cleaning up the egg now. <laughs> so we continue with Mr. Philip Harris and his daughter, Alice. Daddy will fall down right away, Mommy. <laughs> Phyllis, please. I have not been informed of the nature of Mr. Harris's offering, but I'm sure... Never mind the has... jive, kiddo. Come on, Alice, we're on. All right, hit it, Professor. Oh, I'm at the Mary Higgins, and I'm heading for me diggins, and I've carbon on the anvil of me kind. Oh, I'm somewhat of a mesher, a Piccadilly smasher. And, and the, the ladies, ladies love me down in Lambert line. I sigh, Gertie. What was that horrible noise I heard at your house last night? Lana, Reggie, that was an owl. I know, Gertie, but ooh, it was owlin'. No. Oh, I've a, a poodle for a mascot, like a bloomin' swelled ascot. I've a stickin' in me dicky made of pearls. I'm a proper English female, with an eye for every female. I'd lie to a periwinkle girl. I sigh, Gertie. I hear your brother, Harold, was decorated by the French army. No, Reggie. They only given it to him. Why not, Gertie? He's so bloom and ugly they can't find a general to kiss him. Oh! <laughs> I'm at the Mary Higgins, and I'm heading for me digging when I met a lass as ducky as can be. To the park I did invite her. But, but she screamed, you nasty blighter. But off you talk, you ain't me cup of tea. I sigh, Gertie. I went to the doctor yesterday on the count of me deafness. What did he do? What did he do? He sat me down and said, now, me lad, let's have a look at this air. What did you say? Blimey, I said, this air what? Phyllis, quiet. Oh, I'm at the Mary Higgins, and I'm heading for me digging, and I'm carving on the handle of me kind. Oh, I'm somewhat of a masher, a Piccadilly masher, and the ladies love me down in Lambert's line. 
Kids are all tucked in bed. You want to play a little gin rummy? Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. You're not still mad at me, are you? Yes, I am. After that performance you put on, Alice will never be able to go back to Miss, Miss Hollingshead School. Well, what do you mean? The song killed the people. I'm Anson Mary against Alamed for me against. Oh, brother. <laughs> Blimey, I thought it was quite bonzo. <laughs> the song was bad enough, but when it was finished, did you have to roll up your pants and yell, Oh, la la, and throw your uh, garter to the audience? <laughs> I got it back right after the show. <laughs> Not only that, how'd you like the way I got off the stage? I got a big laugh when I curtsied twice and kicked the curtain. You got a big laugh, all right, but you didn't kick the curtain. No? Mm-mm. You kicked Miss Holling's head. <laughs> a tuppence for Miss Holling's head. The old girl ain't got no art. She's taking the bloom and strike me dead right out of your kitty's mouth. That's what she'd do. Oh, shut up. Look, Phil, you've disgraced us all with that horrible, I mean, horrible song. I never want to hear it or anything about it again, ever. Mommy, Daddy. God, Lanny, what are you tykes doing out of bed? I, I finally did it, Daddy. Did what, honey? I tried it to Phyllis. Come on, Phyllis. A one, a two. Oh, I'm Anthony O'Regan's and I'm in for me digging. And I'm on the ambulance line. Oh, and someone of the measure. A Piccadilly smasher. Hold it when I holler, hold it! Alice, Alice, put on that tea cozy. Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. Personal grooming tells the world whether you're careful or careless. And nothing reveals carelessness so much as unsightly dandruff on your hair, scalp, or shoulders. So don't let dandruff spoil an otherwise good impression. Remove it easily and completely with Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Fitch is the only shampoo made who's guaranteed to remove dandruff with the first application is backed by one of the world's largest insurance firms. You see, Fitch penetrates and cleanses the thousands of tiny hair openings on the scalp. It dissolves all traces of dandruff and then forms a creamy, efficient lather to float it away. And since Fitch is completely soluble, it rinses out in a jiffy with ordinary water. Use Fitch shampoo regularly and let your well-groomed dandruff-free hair tell the world that you're particular about your appearance. Buy an economical bottle at drug or toilet goods counters or have professional applications of Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo at beauty or barber shops. Phil, you just got a phone call. Who was it? King George the Sixth of England. <laughs> King George the Sixth. Of England. I said six. <laughs> you mean to tell me I got a uh, telephone call from King George? It was not. Sure. He wants you to do an act with him. He's got a great idea. Why? You both come on singing. That's what I like about South Africa. Uh -huh. 
when the F.W. Fitch Company again brings you the Fitch Bandwagon with Alice Fay and Phil Harris. This program was written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, directed by Paul Phillips, with the original music composed and conducted by Walter Sharp. Included in the cast were Janine Ruth, Ann Whitfield, Walter Tetley, and Elliot Lewis. Alice Fay appears to the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. Men, use Fitch's Ideal Hair Tonic daily. It makes your scalp tingle with that feeling of new life and pep. Fitch's Ideal is not sticky or greasy, so pep up your scalp and give your hair that well-groomed look with Fitch's Ideal Hair Tonic. Bill Foreman speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.